record it coast to coast to wherever you're listening to this right now. This is the Low End Marauders Podcast. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Low End Marauders Podcast. As always, my name is Nick, and like always, I'm always joined by Jared and Kyle. What up, gentlemen? Yo, what's good? What's good? What's going on? All right. So um, for today, uh, today's episode, we're going to be talking um, uh, Lupe Fiasco and Kendrick Lamar. We're going to be playing one of our favorite games. And um, to kick things off, let's get started with, um, let's get, well, let's do something for the ladies. And um, if you haven't, if you haven't heard by now, uh, Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion, they dropped a new song called WAP. Um, Wet ass, I I guess you could say female genitalia. (laughs) Um, um, basically, when the song dropped, it it's basically just taken over everywhere you can think of. Some people like it, some don't. Um, a lot of people have a lot of feelings about it. So, um, I'll start with you with uh with this question, Kyle. Um, since a lot of people have a lot to say about the song. And uh, some are pretty, I guess you could say, pissed off about it. Do you think the outrage is justified? Well, man, honestly, I pretty much was disappointed, man. And then, yes, I think so. But don't get me wrong. I like um, Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion. They're both talented when it comes to lyricists and everything. But I ain't going to lie to you, but I was kind of, like, not (laughs) satisfied with it. And uh, because I figured like, it was too much. You know, when I first seen the video, I was like, yo. It kind of reminded me of the Missy Elliott um, video. You know what I'm saying? And the way how it looks. But as far as, like, the music-wise, I kind of wasn't not feeling it because I felt like it was pretty much too much, you know? But don't get me wrong, I still got love for Cardi B and Amanda um, Stallion. As far as the song and the video right now, I wasn't not kind of feeling it though, honestly. But I mean, but I still got mad respect for them. But I wasn't not feeling the song and the video at the same time, like I said before. But I just feel like, man, I just feel like they could do better next time. All right, what about you, Jared? All right, as for me, as a man, I love the video, of course. <laughs> I mean, you know, I watch watch it through back to back. I'm gonna be honest with you, but as far as like the if you if you if you just let if you if I'm listening to it at an audio standpoint, Uh it's 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 cool. Uh, uh, I mean, people gonna be subjective, subjective song, so I ain't really my cup of tea. But you know they, you know that's cool to see, you know women empowerment. You know it's cool to see women doing their thing out here. So you know it's cool. It was a good look for them two to to unite because you know it it, con- it caused a lot of stir. You know what I'm saying, so to speak. So you know, not really my cup of tea. But I mean, 
it's cool. It's cool for the culture. Culture wise, it was cool for the culture. You know, Cardi's big, came from, you know, where she came from, loving hip hop and worked her way up, got a Grammy. Megan, you know, doing her thing from Houston. You know, so she caused an uproar. So it was good for the culture, good for the women. So, you know, I ain't hating on it. It's just my, it's just, no, I mean, not my thing. Okay. Um, me, uh, I'm kind of going to agree with you from a guy's perspective. I mean, I, I love the video too. I mean, if you got it, flaunt it, and that's exactly what they did uh, in that video. So, uh, <laughs> again, I'm not complaining about it. But hey. I think as far as the outrage, I think people are kind of, I guess you could say, overreacting to the lyrics a little bit. Because, I mean, I'm all for, you know, women empowerment, equality, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But, you know, I kind of feel like, you know, we're kind of overreacting to the lyrics a little too much, especially. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like, I'm going to take a page out of Chris Rock's book and just say, um, like, I know uh, three of us, whenever we go out to uh, River Street in Savannah, um, shout right, out to Savannah, right. Georgia. Um, shout yeah. Uh, uh, when we go out there. Uh, we go out to the clubs and everything, and um, to quote Chris Rock, we've seen women dance to some of the nastiest um, uh, records in hip-hop. And uh, like he said, if the beat is right, they'll be dancing all night. <laughs> or it's, uh, Oh, yeah. Uh, just to parapher- uh, paraphrase it. But, um, I mean, to me, if I can, you know, handle 2 chains and... Um, Big Sean's all me saying, and my dick's so hard it make the metal detector go off. <laughs> and that was kind of crazy. If I can handle him saying that, then, you know, um, I can handle, you know, Megan Thee Stallion saying um, that, you know, her genitalia was so good that it made a, a, a guy pay for her tuition. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, I, I kind of feel like people are overreacting a little bit to yeah. it because, I mean, it, it's just a song and and it, it's not the nastiest thing uh, we've heard on a rap record. Especially, yeah, right. um, you know, growing up, um, I remember I um, <clears throat> Six Mafia, they had a uh, slob on my knob. I mean, what? I'm not even, yeah, hey, I, classic. I'm not even gonna repeat some of them lyrics. <laughs> All I'm gonna say is just, just play the song, and yeah, you you gonna hear some explicit stuff. <laughs> but you know, uh, I, I kind of feel like you know people are just kind of overreacting to it because I think. Probably maybe the end of the month to a month from now, we probably not even gonna care about this damn song. It's like like, soon as we get back to the club and everything, once that coronavirus is out of the way, yeah, we gonna see all of them do their thing. What's they um? What's the DJ turn to this song? Like that's gonna be a new song for them. (laughs) Oh yeah. 
<laughs> it's going to be a new song for them. <laughs> and, and also, think about it from a business standpoint. It's like they probably don't even believe in the lyrics they saying. It's the point. It's a part. It's, a, it's the thing like shock value. It's all about shock value lyrics. Uh-huh. They, they caused the business standpoint. They caused the conversation. So they won. Negative or positive, you get feedback. It would fail if, if, if people didn't even care about it. But the fact that they said what they said about I don't cook, I don't clean, I still get the ring. And uh-huh. people, what? You get you're getting the you getting the men in, like you getting the men causing the uproar. It's exactly what they wanted. It's the shock value, it's attention. You're getting the attention to the record. It's exactly what they wanted right. from a business standpoint. Is 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 it works? And then you put Cali in the video. It's like boom. Mm. <laughs> like what? Is, why, like they, why is she in there? Exactly. That's what they want. I, I don't know. <laughs> oh goodness. <laughs> That's probably the most what what the hell moment out of everything in there, bro. And I hey, I slicked in Cardi this Kylie low key in her tweet. Mm. Like, uh-huh. she was like, I forgot what she said when the video came out. It was like the day after. She was like, yeah, Callie, Callie is uh, speaking of Callie being in video. She was like, yeah, Callie represent for the people that has no talent. I'm like, damn. Ooh. <laughs> I'm mm. like, huh? Like, I, I see what she's saying. But I'm like, yo, she low key like this Callie. <laughs> Go back and go, y'all. I'm gonna say for the people that's listening, go back and look at the tweet and see if it see if it's if she dissed her or not. Maybe I'm tripping, but she said she represents. I got college so she can represent for for people with no talent. <laughs> I'm like, damn. Oh, wow. Oh man. I don't know, bro. I don't know. I I don't know either, but I. But for some reason, I could see somebody using uh, WAP as a pickup line to, uh, to pick uh, girls up. Like, hey, what that WAP do, though? <laughs> 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 I could see somebody hey, saying that. That's the new, hey, that's the new what that mouth do, what that WAP do. For real? <laughs> what that WAP do, though? Hey. The, hey, it's like so. It's like every time maybe make a jump shot of that wop, <laughs> like wop, like Stephen Curry for example. When he make a jump shot, everybody be like wop. <laughs> like you see the video with President Obama was um was was make was making um buckets. He was like this wop. <laughs> he did do that. I'm about to bring that up. He said. <laughs> That's what I was saying. Maybe they, hey, maybe they was inspired by Obama, bro. It could have been. Hey, it could be. Hey, it could be inspiration from Obama, bro. And they just took it and flipped it. We're gonna talk uh-huh. about inspiration. Now, the only thing I, only thing I've got beef with about this song, every chick ain't got no wop, bro. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't the W. They just got to tell them, show me what that wop do. <laughs> show me what that wop do. Love just they got that W, bro. They got the AP. They ain't got the W, bro. 
Oh, oh my man. god. <laughs> Every female feel like they got it, they ain't got it. <laughs> got it. Oh, man. Uh, and I, I just want to say, I want to get credit if somebody uh, is using those lines to pick up chicks. Yeah, give you better get credit because you heard it on this show first. Give the podcast some credit. You hear it first. Right. <laughs> this was recorded <laughs> August 14th, Friday. Right. <laughs> recorded docu- August 14th, 2020. <laughs> 2020 is documented. Oh, my God. COVID <laughs> oh, man. COVID. It's the COVID era. <laughs> the COVID- <laughs> COVID era. We not hey. Salute to the podcast. We said it first. Now we already know where it came from. With some respect (laughs) on the podcast name. Respect on it with a K, nigga. (laughs) CK. Oh man. Other than that, man, shout out to the women, beautiful women out there, even the average ones. You know what I'm saying? We don't discriminate. We're not going to just put one box of female. We're going to talk about everybody, beautiful in your own way. Uh, Women empowerment, dope song. They did what they accomplished. They got the attention, what they wanted, and they got it. They got the millionaire, Cali in the video. You know what I'm saying? So that's what's up, man. Hey, what if Missy Elliott was in the video? Oh, man. That'd be kind of weird, bro. I ain't gonna lie. (laughs) (laughs) Like, the reason why I say that is because the video reminds me of Missy Elliott uh, type video. You know what I'm saying? Like, the way the whole scene. Missy Elliott wasn't that raunchy, though. Yeah. Oh, you mean visual wise? Yeah, I'm just saying, yeah. Okay. I, I don't know. Missy kind of, <laughs> Missy was like, Missy ain't really go that raunchy, though. Yeah. They did split. Like, because the reason, like I said, the reason why it was because of the whole scene, the, the dances and everything, the dance groups, and the oh, whole scene. Yeah, yeah. I kind of see what you're saying. I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's why I'm, yeah, that's what I meant. It kind of yeah. reminded me of the old days when Missy edited and the music videos and everything, dancing, doing weird stuff and all that. Like it does remind me of Missy Elliott's um type music video. It doesn't bring it back, which I'm kind of a little and which I kind of like impressed with that. Anything uh, with tigers involved is kind of lit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Some with tigers yeah. make, you know what I'm saying? Make the you know, when Big Meech brought the tiger out the party and then the hangover had a tiger. You know what I'm saying? It's like something about tigers, bro, that just make things lit. Like, yeah. Right? Tiger King blew up uh, earlier this year. King? Like, come on, Tiger King? What else? Uh, Bradwell? What else? Um, uh-huh. Um, what else? Frosted Flakes? Like, it just make things lit. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Everything lit with a tiger. 
Everything lit with a tiger, bro. Woods. <laughs> like, come on. Top golf player, Tiger Woods. Like, come on, bro. Tiger. <laughs> hey, with those three, they are great. <laughs> <laughs> those three are great. <laughs> oh, man. But, um, yeah, man. Shout, shout out to them, man. I mean... <laughs> Shout out to them, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Good, great. I I probably watched the video after this podcast. Honestly, just to refresh my memory. You know what I'm saying? Right. Oh, yeah. That's oh, yeah. Um. Also, uh, well, keeping on with the subject, we're gonna uh, stick with the ladies. Um. I can't remember which one said it, but uh, one of the members of City Girls said that um, uh, men don't like it because they kind of feel threatened by women or something of that nature. Um, Do you think um, with uh, women, um, how can I put this? Do you think that if uh, that with women uh, running the game like that, do you think men should feel threatened? Not at all. Not at all, honestly. I mean, if that's what they want to do, then that's on them. But but you can't I mean it's, it's from for the women MC, I don't think they should like keep they shouldn't have to, sometimes you have to switch up, you know what I'm saying? Like talk about something else besides like, you know, like like Twerking and all that stuff. Sometimes you want to switch up, which is nothing wrong with that. Like, like no disrespect to all the ladies out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, if that's what they want to do, then that's on them. And uh-huh. I can't judge on that, which I can't judge on them on that. You know what I'm saying? If that's what they want to do, that's is that their, if that's their flow. Hey, you know, do what they got. They gotta do what they do, cause you know that's uh-huh. part of business. And to me, I feel like you know. I feel like we just need some more female artists like uh, like Rap Sooty or Lauren Hills, like some some type of females like that. You know what I'm saying? And, you uh-huh. know, I mean, you know, you got some. Even if you like say, and the some people that I like right so far is Megan Stallion, Carter B, um, Emma, and uh, Nicki Minaj. The reason why I like these three because they can rap. You know what I'm saying? It's not about like they, it's not about because they how they look, the way how they twerk and everything. It's because they got bars. You know what I'm saying? And and Cardi B, I didn't know she could rap like that. But I was like, man, like she's like, she's nice. You know what I'm saying? They'll be like, oh, she's trash and all that. Like, dog, like some people just need to take the time to give her a chance. And give it that recognition because this girl got bars, including Nicki Minaj too. And those three, I give her credit because their creativity, their delivery, and all that stuff. But as far as Nicki, when she remember that um she had a collaboration with Yo Gotti, and she said my name is Nicki, but it named Nicole. I was like, hmm, that's not a bar right there, buddy. <laughs> 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 That's not a bar right there, buddy. What she was talking about when she said that, though. I know what she was talking about, though. Yeah, and I'm, I was thinking, like, nah, that's not a bar in there, Nikki. But you could do better. I know you can. But, you know, but just because, like, Nikki Minaj had that kind of a bad bar doesn't mean I'm going to give up with her because I know 
she could do better next time. Yeah. And, you and, know. Uh, uh-huh. And, um, you know, and like I said, man, I got love for Cardi and um, Mega Man because, you know, hey, like, no disrespect to all the ladies out there, man. I mean, if they could spit bars like that, I can, I can relate to that. You know what I'm saying? Because that's like creativity and real life music. I can dig it, man. But sometimes, like I said, sometimes you got to switch up. Uh-huh. And, um, it, and, and you made a good point, too. Like, um, to the people who just uh, hated the song, then why not support lyrical, uh, lyrical um, female MCs? Because, like you said, we have uh, there are so many great ones out there, including... Uh, Rhapsody, uh, No Name, um, uh, oh, uh, Tierra Whack, uh, Snow the Product. There, there's just so many um, great ones out there. And it's like, if you hate that, then why not listen to, you know, these females? You know, because they, uh, they can wrap their asses off and they got bars and bars for days, too. Yeah, but it, it it feels like you know nobody really wants to, you know, give that a listen because it just seems like the only thing they're just listening to now is whatever just comes up on um, radio sometimes. But in order to find some of these uh, good female MCs, um, Little Sims is another one out of England. Um, mm. You just gotta. Uh, I, Guess you just gotta dig uh, deeper uh, into the internet, into music sites, uh, even uh, streaming services, just to find some of these great uh, female rappers. But you know, just nah. just don't let uh, whatever you see, I guess, have you in that state of mind. Like, dang, this is female rap now, because it ain't. Like I said, there's so many great uh, female MCs out there. Yeah. Mm. You can just add to that. Like, y'all both made good points. I'm going to just say, um, and we do have, it's it's, it's different lengths. <clears throat> and it's not, you got the, the, the rapper, rapper, female MC, and then you got the, you know, this is the finesse rap. That's what I call it, finesse rap with Cardi, Megan, City Girls. That's the finesse rap. And then you got other hand, you got Rhapsody, Snow the Product, and everybody else. And um Young <clears throat> I feel like consumer, we 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 hold the cards. We have all the power. If we want Rhapsody to to prosper more, we have to listen to her more. We have to push that, like, okay, we want real exactly. rap. Not saying that the other thing is real rap, but you know what I'm saying? Just saying like, <laughs> like how that old feeling, if you want that old rap, we got to push it. It's up to us. Right. We the one that right. makes the money for them because we the one that, you know what I'm saying? We we support. So we have the voice. So, I mean, my I, that finesse rap is not really my cup of tea because the <laughs> how they uh, <laughs> mislead the, uh, <laughs> the female propaganda. <laughs> but um yeah but i mean like i said it's 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 cool because you know just like it's different genres one thing about hip-hop 
I think we the only we the only genre that has no subgenres. Like you know how, for instance, uh, rock and roll got um, hard rock, soft rock, heavy metal. You know what I'm saying? Like they got yeah, alternative grunge. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. thing is, we don't have that rap. We just everything based in one category. So we we're pretty much comparing. Damn, who's better, Lil Nas X or J Cole? Like we stopped doing that stupid shit. So it's like. We didn't have, we can't have, oh, he ain't nice. Oh, oh, Lil Pump, he's straight. He ain't nicer than Nas. <laughs> you know what I'm mm. saying? We stuck. We stuck. <laughs> that stupid joke. That's like, a mismatch right there. Exactly. So I'm like, we just got to start. We need to find a way to start having genres. Like we got the, 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 um, the gimmick or the mumble, the mumble category, we got hip hop category, we got the melodic category. It's like we need to put things in subgenres so we won't confuse it. So we, they can have people can have their own lane and we don't have to bunch people up together with comparisons. That's how I feel. Yeah. <clears> oh <throat> uh, shoot, I think that's it for me on this. Uh y'all got anything else to add to it? Yeah, man. Shout out to all the ladies out there grinding, wrapping their bars up, man. I mean, hey, keep on spitting in these bars, bro. Straight up. For real. And, um, yeah, like Cal said, <clears throat> just do y'all thing, man. It's good to see, because, you know, it's a male-dominant sport, and it's good to see a woman as strong, you know, women can look up to it. You know what I mean? <clears throat> like, they got the voice in this game, and and have an impact on the culture. So just keep doing your thing, man. Yeah, all even right. if it's like the difference and all that, but even this is a little difference, if it's like finesse or a little bit real hip-hop, hey, at this end of the day, it's still music. You know what I mean? You know, sometimes the ones, the finesse ones are making good music as well as, so it's the real hip-hop ones. So, you know, as long as it's all, as long as they got some heat to it, it's all that matters. Right. Right, right. All right. Um, let's keep it moving. Um, now, um, next thing we're going to talk about um, both Lupe Fiasco and Kendrick Lamar, two of our favorite uh, rappers right now. Um, two different lanes, same road, same chemistry. Um, basically, what the two, they're <laughs> basic, uh, what a lot of people don't know is there's a lot of similarity between. Uh, Lupe and Kendrick, and um, for me, it's uh, after doing a, a little bit of research on both of them, the similarities really are kind of good between the two of them because um, with Lupe Fiasco, um, he's doing his uh, whole ninja stuff on uh, Instagram, and uh, Kendrick, he had, he adopted the whole Kung Fu Kenny thing from uh, Don Cheadle and Rush Hour. Uh, Lupe, he had the all-black album uh, for Food and Liquor 2, and Kendrick, he had the whole green tint, I guess you could say green tinted uh, <clears throat> album for Untitled Unmastered. Um, shoot, what else? Um, basically, oh, also, um, another thing I discovered with uh, Lupe's, uh, what was it, test, uh, I know I'm probably gonna butcher it. Uh, test, testo, test, 
testos. Yeah, testos. Yeah, t- testos in use. It uh, it can be. It's an album that can meant to be played both uh, forward and backwards, uh, based on it having seasons, as, just as well as Kendrick Lamar's "Damn." Uh, that album can be played backwards as well. So. Um, uh, I'll start with you with this question, Jared. Um, for Lupe, do you ever think he can match the success as Kendrick Lamar? <clears throat> Let me see. This question. Um, I think so. I think the game, I feel like the rap game then kind of abandoned Lupe. Because, you know, he's a rebellion. He's a rebellion. And he's like, his situation just went wired with the with the label and all that stuff. I feel like he should have get another shot in the game. But I don't know. But possibly, possibly he might come back with some, with some, that mainstream focus. But right now, it's just Kendrick just has, just Kendrick just got it. Kendrick just got, Kendrick just has that appeal. Just, he just knows how to. His he, he dropped consistent work. Now Lupe, with you know, with the two albums, Food and Liquor, and um the Cool, and he kind of went downside with Lasers. But I mean, it was just that was just the label situation. But he had some yeah. solid work since then. Though Testo was good, and he had some uh, <laughs> the the Droyus the Droyus album, Drogus Waves, yeah, Wave, and then the other Drogus album that was straight too like he had some solid work it just wasn't mainstream yeah and Kendrick he has a strong backing behind him versus Lupe Kendrick has you know Top Dog and everybody that's surrounded around that label so he's gonna get the bigger look but Lupe to me man Lupe just a just a just a it's just a little bit just a little bit deeper than, 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 than Kendrick you know what I'm saying? Pause. It's just like, <laughs> just like, I don't know. He made a song about dinosaurs, bro. Who ever made a song about? Hey, I ain't never heard an artist make a song about dinosaurs, bro. And I like, <laughs> and broke it down. That's true, especially off uh, his latest EP. Yeah, House. Go check that out, House EP. All right. But, but yeah, um, I don't know. That was a huge. Lupe fan, going back to uh, hearing him the, for the first time on, um, I don't know if I heard him first on, um, on Touch the Sky with Kanye. It was either it was either that or NBA Live 06. He had a track on NBA Live 06. Uh huh. It's called Tilted. I think it was hard. It was dope. But um oh yeah one, now I remember that now I remember that yeah yeah and then you know I heard him on Chester Sky then you know Kick Push came out and it was that was a huge deal he came from that you know Kanye tree or whatever and um and then versus Kendrick the first Kendrick project I heard was um what was that um I think me and my homies were listening to like Section 80. That's when I first heard Kendrick was Section 80. And then I went back, did my homework, listened to Overly Dedicated. 
Kendrick Lamar LP and all that other stuff. And then um, when he dropped Good Kid, Mad City, man, that just was just hard, man. That just was incredible, detailed rap about his neighborhood, the skits, the wordplay, everything was just good, man. It was just, <clears throat> he was just, he just dope. After, to me, he was just like the, 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 the new Lupe to me. Like, he had like some dope material, even with, um, to pimp a butterfly, which in ten years we are gonna look at that album and be like, that was genius, cause he was like one of the first to have that like Black Lives Matter type content in his record uh-huh. on, on his album. Not saying that you know people ain't been pushing that content before, like artists like Dead Prayers and all them, but it's just on a mainstream level to have a you know to have a rapper in that sort of high regard and how his superstar status is to come with that content that went so far left from uh, Good Kid Mad City and it, it, it delivered. Like, to me, that was my... It ain't my... It might be my favorite album, but I, I, I damn, too, because damn was like just... Damn, to me, was just a mix between Good Kid Mad City and To Pit Butterfly. It's just like they had the beats, the commercial beats. He just knew how to he just knew how to merge the two to get his point across. And that was dope. That was dope. Right. But to me, I would say, who wins? I'm going to just say, like, I'm going to go with the man. I, I, go, I went back up, downloaded the mixtapes, and it was just the, all the mixtapes before Food and Liquor, and he just went in, bro. Right. All right, what about you, Kyle? Man. I don't know what to say, man. But I can say is, man, I like both um I like both of the um artists, hip hop artists, because you know they Chris because of the creativity. I say I like man, this is hard to uh, this is hard to decide, man, because both of them are really, really talented and they got some really got some good bars and everything. Like I like Lil Page Viaco Viaco's uh, first album. The second one, the third album, of course. Kitchen Lamar, in my opinion, the third album is like the best one of all times. And I love that album. You know what I'm saying? And um, I just feel like the third album of Kendrick Lamar's was like pretty much therapy. You know what I'm saying? And I was listening, I always remember I was listening to um Fear. And it's just like, man, this is really, really deep. This is like pretty much like for those who are going through like Facing their fears and everything. And I can relate to that. You know what I'm saying? And Kendrick Lamar, I mean, um, Lupe Fiasco, excuse me. Um, he had a song with Pressure and on his first album, Full of Liquor. And now it's like, man, y'all remember the days when y'all, y'all remember the Pressure? Yeah. The song yeah, Pressure? That was the one that had uh, Jay Z, huh? Yeah, Jay Z. Jay Z was on retirement at that time, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that might have been, for- been his first verse after, like after he came back. Yeah, don't for- like don't forget those times, I and mean, don't forget just Blaze. Shout out to my one, one of my favorite producers, of course. Um, yeah. like, bruh, like the first time when I heard that song, I was like, man, just Blaze has done it again. Not only yeah. him, not only just Blaze, Jigga. And Lupe, 
they all killed it though. When Jay Z came, when like where everybody was surprised that Jay Z was on that album, that was and he ripped it. And I was like, oh my god, that's the same guy that I used that I always know all the time. Like ever since Reasonable Doubt, ever since all his albums, like he still got it. You know what I'm saying? And that's one thing. That's one of the best ones about the um the first album of Lupe Fiasco. And to me, I feel like this competition between Lupe Fiasco and Kendrick Lamar, man, I just like to see that, to see him make it like very interesting between those two. Uh-huh. And you know, but oh. shout, out to, shout out to both of them too, man, because they, they, they are both lyricists. They both like got some, they're both competitive, man. But I'd like to see some like, competitiveness when it comes to hip-hop uh-huh exactly um for me i really would like to see um lupe have kendrick lamar type status because um lupe like we all said lupe is a dope lyricist i mean he's got bars for days um some of the uh well, his music still sells. We still play it. Um, but I think with how... Well, I take... I think how with um, Kendrick's last album, last album with Damn and that first single, Humble, um, I think that was... No, um, that was one of two songs that uh, he had that played on the radio. And I think with Lupe, I think he's just trying to stay away from radio hits and all that. Cause he did have some uh, with um, the show goes on and um, um, even that, uh, even that one with Trey songs, uh, I can't think of the song title right now. Uh, And, um, and superstar off the second album. Oh yeah, and, that was um, two stars. Huh? Don't forget yeah, Kate Push, man. Yeah, that one was too. But uh, I would like to see um, Lupe do um, hit uh, Kendrick Lamar and J Cole and Drake status uh, with just a record by just staying uh, in his own lane, uh, staying true to himself, not having any. Um, records that get played on the radio but uh i would like to see that but i don't think it's going to happen because i think lupe is just comfortable with where he is now compared to you know him making radio hits that are uh that please the record uh label like uh like you said on uh lasers and i think that was kind of what i i guess you could say frustrated him and um and it just made him go like, no, nah, that's not really what I wanted uh, wanted to do. And um, I think with that album, it kind of, I think it kind of pissed him off uh, looking back on it, because even uh, he has said uh, he has stated that um, he has hated uh, lasers for quite some time, and that ain't. Um, I don't think that's the direction he he really wants to go. Uh, from here on out, but you know, uh, I I would like to you know see him hit those heights too, uh, like uh, Kendrick. 
And now um, another question I have is, do you think Kendrick will ever have like a bar heavy song like Lupe Fiasco? Um, Cause with some of Lupe's uh, songs like uh, Form Follows Function, Mural, um, they're just so completely bar heavy like you just really got to go online and you just really got to stop and think and you just got to dissect it so do you ever think that Kendrick will ever have uh one of those type of songs uh in his career I think he does I think he been um had those type of songs you know what I'm saying like every every hits he got he has his trap music some pretty much like trap music a little bit. Sometimes he switches up like how J. Cole does when it comes to beats and all, all that and Big Crit. And as far as wise, I say, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like I feel like Kendrick have what it takes to to get on that level because I can see that in him because he, he got so much potential as far as being the lyricist. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like it's a great look for him. And I can really see that. Uh huh. What about you, Jared? Um, I feel like he has. You know, he has been like. If you go back to Section Eighty, he has a couple records like that where he gets very deep. You know what I mean? Pause, and then like you go from that, and then you listen to Overly Dedicated, and Over Dedicated. Overly dedicated, got songs too where he's speaking some prolific stuff. I mean, but now, I mean, he's out of it now. He's mainstream. I don't know if he could ever get back to that form, but he got it. I think Kendrick got it in him, but at the same time, you can't. He can't lose him. You got to, you know, what I'm saying he kind of lost him with "To Pimp a Butterfly." He kind of went over yeah. the heads, and that's one of my favorite projects. Cause that sounded like to me that sounded like a child called quest album but mm-hmm. but with damn it was more he just pretty much put the candy in the medicine you know what i'm saying it just pretty much it's like pretty much what it's the same thing that j cole did with kld it's like you you had a dope message with beats that that kids could could you know what i'm saying could could could, could you know what i'm saying yeah, can ride to and vibe with versus, you know, introspective beat, and you'd be like, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I feel like he got those records, but Kendrick, you know, he's trying to stick to his game plan, but I think Kendrick got it in him. Definitely he got it in him. Yeah, of course. Right, right and um, I, I agree with you, because Kendrick do have um do have some songs that kind of do go over uh, a lot of people's heads um, uh, upon first listen. Cause I remember back with uh, To Pimper Butterfly and I heard These Walls for the first time. And then towards the end, he starts um, talking, I think it was in the third verse about um, the person who slept with um, the prisoner's baby mama off the first album. And after hearing and dissecting that for the first time, I'm just like, damn, like it made me want to go back and listen to uh, Good Kid Mad City to kind of 
process all that and uh, let that sink in. And it's just like, damn, like he really uh, took something from the first album, kind of gave it like a part two, spoke to it from uh, a different perspective. And then it's just like, Man, like I didn't even think I didn't even think uh from the first time I heard it, I didn't even think um he went back and talked to um the listeners from the first album with that song. So I thought that was uh he did an incredible job with that one too. And um yeah, even with uh Section 80 and Overly Dedicated, he he does have some uh good songs that do kind of go over uh, a lot of people's head. So I kind of uh, feel like he's the next uh, Andre 3000 instead of the next Tupac, if that kind of yeah. makes any sense. Because uh, he yeah. does have bars. Uh, some of the stuff it, uh, that he does rap on record, it does go over a lot of heads uh, the first time around. So um, I kind of consider him um, the, uh, the three stacks of this generation right now. I feel you on that. I compare myself. I compare him to like, um, like Andre Three Thousand meets like Lil Wayne. Oh, oh because yeah. he is, he does come from that Lil Wayne tree. He does come. Kendrick does come from that Lil Wayne tree. Uh huh. He got a little bit of Andre Three Thousand in him too when he's changed the voices and have characters and all that. So yeah, that's that's my comparison. All right. Um, shoot. Uh, anything else to add to that one? Before we uh, keep moving. Who will win in a karate match, though? <laughs> what a- Kendrick, Kendrick hey. or Lupe? Hey, man, Lupe beat Kung Fu Kenny. Lupe beat the number Lupe. one gamer, bro. Hey, Lupe beat the number one gamer, dog. <laughs> when he beat that kid, right? What was it, Street Fighter? Uh huh. Yeah, he he gamer. Uh most deaf ducked that Lupe smoke. When Lupe challenged them, most deaf ain't want no smoke. <laughs> People forgot about that. They sw- they swept that under the rug. But uh-huh. Um Lupe is good with swords. He's good with nunchucks, man. Hey man, I think hey. <laughs> I think hey, I think Kendrick might take that L, bro. When it comes but, to Lupe. Hey. Hey, right. they might be on the Death Jam new um the new Death Jam video game next year. <laughs> I hope so. That'd be dope. <laughs> if if that so, just be... take my money right now. That'd be so dope if Kendrick is the boss. Kung Fu Kenny. Right. <laughs> what? So just take my money right now. Lupe be like the underboss or something. You'd be like, what? No, it'd be like. <laughs> It'll be a whole. It'll be a whole group. It'll be like a. It'll be like a group of three people. It'll be Wiz, Lupe, and Kendrick. They all do karate. Uh-huh. They kick, kick, kick y'all ass. I I guarantee I'm getting, <laughs> I'm getting my ass kicked by Lupe. I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> it's gonna take me a couple of times to fight. everything. Huh? Had the Mortal Kombat moves and everything. <laughs> oh yeah. For real. <laughs> All right. Um, now, um, let's get into um, 
part of the reason why I started this uh, podcast with these guys, too, is because um, we always like to play this little game. Uh, started on Facebook. Now we're uh, shifting it over from Facebook to here. This is called uh, One Gotta Go. Basically, rules are pretty simple. Uh, we give you a list of some people, some artists, some albums, and we just give our reason why one of them got to go. So uh, with this one, it's basically group edition. So mm. um, basically, which one's got to go? Uh, the choices are Public Enemy, NWA, A Tribe Called Quest, and Outcast. Um, oh, man. Kyle, you want to go first? <laughs> Good job. How <laughs> you go first, buddy? Oh man, for real, man, this is tough, man. Oh man, I respect the, all the OGs, man, for real, like, like straight up. But man, man, this is so hard. Um, man, it's hard to say goodbye <laughs> on some boys to men. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, who is it, man? Tri-Card Quest can stay. Outcast can stay. Oh, man. What's the first one, Nick? Public Enemy uh, NWA. Public Enemy NWA. <laughs> Choose wisely, fam. Oh, man. I'm sorry, but... <sighs> I'm hurt by this, but I had to say public enemy. I'm sorry. You gonna say public enemy? Yeah. I'm sorry, man. This reminds me of LeBron trying to take his hand to South Beach. Like, uh, this is tough. Decision. Uh-huh. Like, man, this is tough. I gotta say public enemy. Okay. Uh, what about you, Jared? In order for me to answer this, we have to do the process of elimination, and we got to think about who brought, which one brought to the culture, and what would it be without them? You got to look at it. Public Enemy. Public Enemy brought the content of social content about what's going on in the world and how they treat you know how they treat African Americans and all that with the conscious yeah, content public enemy had two great albums with one takes a nation and um what's the other one fear of a black planet it was too uh-huh. dope we the, the game needed Chuck D and all them boys they was around a KRS one ice cube and it was just conscious dope material we need them Okay, keep them. NWA, think about who all came from there. Ice Cube, Easy e Dre. Dre did the chronic. Dre did the chronic. Dre developed Snoop. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Eminem, which led to 50 Cent. <laughs> think about the tree. Um, Ice Cube led to Yo-Yo. Friday. Barbershop, all that stuff from there. Easy E was like pretty much the godfather of 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 um gangster rap. 
pretty much. He didn't. He wasn't like a lyricist, but his voice and how his character was and how solid he was, it made him, you know, it made him a legend. If it wasn't for Easy E, it wouldn't be no Bone Thugs. If it wasn't for Easy E, it wouldn't be no Will I Am. If it wasn't for that, it wouldn't be no Black Eyed Peas. You gotta think about that. Like, you gotta think about that. So they they have to stay. Now, Tribe and Outcast, Tribe was just dope because Tribe was just different. The native tongues with De La Soul, Queen T for Moni Love. And um, I just like how it was just, they were just different, man. They were just dope. They was different. And they was like one of the first dudes that wasn't really, wasn't really gangsters. I didn't say they had no gangster in them, but that they wasn't pushing that in their music pretty much. So you have Q-Tip. Q-Tip was just dope with his, with his vocals. And then Five Dog, it was a contrast. That was like one of, you know, that was like a, a like one of the best groups after Run DMC and EPM. <laughs> like it was next. Uh huh. So that was the next big artist, and and shoot, they're the one that inspired this podcast. So that exactly. gotta keep them. <laughs> you gotta keep them. And um. And then, you know, if it wasn't for Q-Tip, it wouldn't be no Nas. No, you know, Q-Tip did a song for Nas. And um, he did a song for uh, Mob Deep on their second album. So I'm like, you, they, they, so it pretty much just leaves out. Outcast is for to be from the South. I cherish Outcast since I'm from Southerner. And Outcast is super dope for each album. Each album, and then when Andre switched his style up, and they was really outcast. Then they really lived up to their name. Then with their contrast and styles, so I pretty much I'm gonna just pick outcast because if it wasn't for Tribe, it wouldn't be no outcast. Because feel like because in my opinion, outcast is the, the South version of Tribe. Uh-huh. Mm. I agree. So I'm gonna say outcast. They gotta go, bro. <laughs> It sucks to hear. It sucks because I, I rock with every. They all in my playlist, but I would just have to say Outkast, bro. They gotta go. Okay. Um, man, this, this is a tough one for me. Um, but if I had to narrow it down, um, just album wise and um. For me, I would have to say NWA would probably have to go because explain this. With, uh, yeah, with um, Tribe, they got hits on all the albums I could um, basically bump to. Um, I'm not saying that NWA doesn't, but um, um, with Outkast, they uh, have so much more um on uh their um i think they probably have one of the mm-hmm. best two three uh two three album runs of all time maybe four with um southern playlistic uh at aliens uh Aminiqui, uh even uh there's some hits on uh speaker box and the love below uh, mm-hmm. that you just gotta dig through and um and I'll listen to because there uh there's some great songs on there. 
one of my favorites off uh three stacks of side was prototype i feel like that uh track didn't get a lot of love uh when they were out promoting it um public enemy um the re the reason i'm taking um I'm 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 saying NWA's got to go is because I feel like with Public Enemy they really said um a, they basically laid the foundation for what NWA was trying to say and to me personally I feel like if I want to hear that I can just go back and put on a um a Public Enemy record even though NWA probably has the greatest uh protest song of all time with Fuck the Police. Yeah. But um and with NWA, they really um when you really think about it, they really didn't last that long though. They lasted what about three, four years? Mm. I think they and only have uh like two albums. 86, I think 86, 87. Yeah, 87, and they disbanded, I think what when uh 93. Somewhere in that well, area. Well, Q left 90, 89, 90. Uh, I think 92, right after, no, no, 91. Right after that album, they dis, they disbanded. Right. Remember the year after he did the Chronic, the year after that. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, because uh, with NWA, they, they, didn't, they didn't last that long. I mean, even though... Uh, the impact is still there. The le- uh, the legacy is still there. Um, yeah, uh, for NWA, for me, they they gotta go. It hurts to say it, but they probably gonna have to go. Oh. Uh, yeah, and um, that's basically uh, a real quick game of one's gotta go, and. Um, before we get out of here, like always, uh, let's do um, uh, album reviews, albums you, sh- uh, you should be listening to. Um, Jared, I'll let you uh, start first. Um, okay, for the albums that just came out last night, uh, Dave East dropped a project called Karma, um, Karma 3. And then Dolph dropped a project called um, Rich Slade. Both was good. Well, I gotta listen to uh, I listen to half of Dave East, but I listened to all of Dolph, and Dolph is is good. He always bring out material. Dave East too, so check out for that. For uh, that just came out. Drake dropped a video. Him and Dirk, that was straight. And um, as for the old school album, um, listen to the uh, tribe, <laughs> the Midnight Marauders, man. Uh, and, and and that that album had so much dope singles. I didn't realize that how much that album had more singles than the Low End Theory. Until Nick brought it to my attention, I was like, "Dang!" Because they had Electric Relaxation. Um. Oh my God! With Buster Rhymes, what else? A War Tour. War Tour. That's already three bangers, and I'm probably missing some. Um. Uh, they had sucker nigga. That was a good one. I like the samples for that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sucker nigga. Um. Well, keep it rolling. Um, lyrics to go. It would just have some dope 
it was just dope, man. And then the fact that the album cover had all those artists with headphones on it, that was one of the dopest covers of all time. Exactly. And they did three covers of it, too. Mm. I didn't see the other two covers. <laughs> yeah, because uh, with that one, um, they did, like, three album covers because uh, you know how it has all the clocks around the edges? Yeah. Um, with that one, um, they have them in three colors, like black, green, and red, and it yeah. all has like um different artists on it. Oh yeah, yeah, that's hard. And also to not, um to add on to this, look at the look at the album covers, and you see on the on the second the second album and third album, it has a woman on the cover. Has a naked woman on both covers, right? Uh-huh. Outcast was doing that on their albums when you when you looked at the CD, it was a naked girl on each album cover. Oh, uh, see what you mean. Southern, now. Southern Playlistic all the way to Stankonia is a naked woman on a CD, on a, on a, like on an actual CD cover. Like when you take it, when you take the CD out and you just open the disc, there's a naked woman on a disc. Tribe did that first. <laughs> and I just figured that out like like last year. I was like, dang. I said, dang, man. They they that's this is like tribe I'm looking at. But yeah, but Midnight Marauders, man, is the old school throwback album. I want everybody to go back and listen to, man. It's dope, dope work, dope material. Fife just kept getting better and nicer. And um, recipes five too, man. Right. But, uh, yeah, that's all. That's all for me. All right. Uh, what about you, Kyle? Man, same thing. Like Jared said, Davies and Young Dolph, man. You know, I think, I think it's gonna be like an interesting album for both of these artists, man. You know, now um, Young Dolph's album, never heard it yet, right? Huh? So far. It seems to be the title uh, Rich Slave. I think it seems like to be an interesting album. And I feel like he got a lot to talk about when it comes to uh, spinning bars and everything. So I think that's a big um, attention for, that, for those two. So is um, Lil Dirk. You know, Drake and Lil Dirk. You know, having a chicken out there. It seems I'm pretty sure they're going to be a nice um, video. And um, and uh, I'm gonna, I was going to look out for uh, Nas uh, Ultra uh, Black when he did. I found out that he did uh, Doja Cat. And I also, I should say, I would say check out um, my old, the old school album for me, in my opinion. I would say, mm, this is tough, the Black album. You know what I'm saying? One of the best, one of my favorite albums of all time when I was in uh, eighth grade, you know. Shout to Hove, you know, one time with Hove, and um, and, one, and he's still here, you know what I'm saying? If he was still, if he wasn't here, man, it won't be no good music right now. So, you know, gotta have Hove, man, only when it comes to having good music. Right, and uh, I haven't uh, got the chance to hear uh, Karma 3 yet, and um. But for um, an album, I think you should uh, people the people should listen to 
Uh, I'm going underground with mine. Um, it's by a rapper named Murs and um, and uh, Ninth Wonder, and Ooh. it's called uh, Murray's Revenge. This is from uh, 2006, and um, I think this is like one of the first <sighs> full-length albums I've uh, I started getting into Ninth Wonder with uh, because. Some of the uh, his production on, off this album is just uh, great, and um, Murs holds his um, hold, holds his end down with the lyrics, and um, with Murray's Revenge, it has uh, some of the uh, it has some dope singles from um, Yesterday and Today. Um, the first single, L.A., where um, Basically, where Murs tells you about uh, how great LA is to um, uh, the um, to the dope samples used on um, "Love and Appreciate" and uh, the end of the uh, the final track, uh, "Murray's Revenge," and it, it's just a, a a dope album all around. So um, be sure to check that one out. Uh, I don't think that one is uh, that album is very long though, but I I, I still say uh, check it out because uh, I think that's one of the uh, first or second times I've uh, I've really got into Ninth Wonder uh, after the Black album when he did uh, a threat off that one. Yeah. So uh, yeah, yeah, yep. So yeah, uh, that's definitely something to check out too. Uh, but that's it for me with that. Um, before we get out of here, uh, anything else y'all want to add? Uh, yeah, man, just want to say, I want to give a shout out to everybody out there, grinding out there, making good music, you know what I'm saying? And, um, shout out to all my people from Hinesville, you know bringing some good music too as well y'all make sure y'all check out t wills finesse god you know and uh my man jane ramble man you know they these guys deserve some recognition man so you know i just feel like it's i just feel like the reason why i called them out because they they deserve that recognition and they put in some work and um to the music you know Shout out to these three, man, and the rest of the people in Hines for that doing their thing, man, in my hometown. You know, I just feel like they deserve that recognition. Right. Um, To piggyback what Kyle said, um, all the grinders, all the producers out here, all the writers, all the spitters in our town, Hinesville, I just wanted to shout out to y'all, man. Keep doing y'all thing. I just want to shout out a couple people. To add to that, shout out to um, G.A. Thomas, Lotto Lit, um, Bar Heavy Mafia, those uh, those spitters over there that's um, doing the battle rap scene on um, Trouble Man, and um, like T-Will, Kool-Aid, Kool yeah, he's in Bar Heavy, and um, also uh, Quan, <clears throat> Quan, uh, Skater Quan, whatever. Um, Excuse me, I couldn't get the name, rapper name, whatever, but um, look him up. I'll go back next podcast and I'll tell you what his rap name is. But shout out to all them people who, yeah. um, everybody who's doing their thing, man. 
Yeah, man. Also, man, I can't forget my boy J-Dub. We're H-Town, what up? You know what I'm saying? You know, my boy J-Dub is speaking them bars, man. I've seen his, um, uh, this battle, the such footage, uh, footage, excuse me. Man, he was speaking something. He had an NFL um, punchline, I mean, or a wordplay. This guy was, like, hilarious, man. Y'all check that boy out, man. And I also check my boy T. Wells, like I said, finesse God, and the rest of my people, and that's the people from the 912 doing that thing, man. You know, shout out to y'all guys, man. I mean, much love. All right. And shout, shout out to my other homies. Um, um, James Raphael Baker, Carlos Campbell, Timmy Jackson, TSU, that's our group. And, um, and, um, yeah, shout out, shout out to all of them. And shout out to, um, what's the homie? Um, my name, my man, name, man. Um, Quentin, shout out to Quentin too, man. Yeah, man. And also, I want to give a shout out to my man TA, man. You know, and his podcast, you know what I'm saying? You know, North Carolina, what's up? You know, one yeah, time for my TA. Yeah, one time for my for my boy TA doing his uh, thing on this podcast. And also, I want to give a shout out to um, T Man, you know, making some good hits as well. You know what I'm saying? Doing this thing. Much love for him. Also, I want to give a shout out for uh, Chris Banks for him doing his out there grinding, man. You know, Brown House, what up, man? You know, you know, guy, I mean, make sure y'all support these guys, man, because they, because they really, really, really deserve that recognition, and they put in some work straight up. You dig what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we all, end of the day, man, we all got to support each other, man. We all got to, we all want to come up, man. We all trying to grind, you know, do something good, man, so we can feed our families and just give our good content to the world, man, and just love, just do what we love to do, man. And it's no, good. To, yeah. Go ahead, my fault. Nah, I'm just saying, it's just good to support one another, man. That's all. And right. before we go, man, I just want to give a um, rest in peace to DJ Ivan, man. One of my um, one of my closest, one of my um classmates, you know, in my middle school, man. You know, rest yeah. in peace, to him, man. One time, man. Rest Shout out to JJ's, man. Yeah, rest in peace, man. If I had left anybody out, I'm sorry, man. I go back and name some more people, probably next 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 episode. But anything you got, Nick? Uh, I'm good with, uh, I'm good on my end. Oh, one more thing. Shout out to Gene, my boy, Gene Sheen, man. He's doing, he's making some good, making some good music. There's his tool, man. You know, I mean, come on, man. I got to get this dude some credit, man. He made some great, great music, man. So is T. Wells, man. You know, I can't get enough speaking about T. Wells and Finesse guy, but these guys are, or or dope as them season highs room, man. So y'all sure y'all make sure you check these guys out, man. Oh yeah, also I forgot. Check out uh my my boy uh uh James Raphael Baker's uh podcast, uh Pop Cult Net. Look oh, him yeah, up. shout out to him. Look, look him up on Facebook. He just dropped something a few minutes ago about Drake's um uh, Drake video. So y'all go check that out. I'm probably gonna check it out after after this episode but y'all check out look out for him he got good content too about movies and music music and 
all this other other things interesting. So check out for that too. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Oh yeah, my bad. One more. I'm sorry. What that? Shout out to the Watt video because I'm gonna watch that after this. <laughs> straight, straight up, straight up. Hey, and shout out for um Cameron for Confites and and also Ace. Cause I'm about to get some Chinese food as well. Cause they making me hungry in the way for the first scene. <laughs> yeah, I got some Japanese food in the fridge right now. Hey. You, you ain't saying nothing, son. Hey, can't forget the champagne, G. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Drink some Kool Aid. That's gonna be my champagne. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> all right, man. That's all I got. Cause that's all I got. Yeah, that's all I got, too. All right, uh, you good, uh, Kyle? Yeah, we all good, brother. All right, let's get on out of here. Um, As always, we thank y'all for listening. We'll see y'all again in another two weeks for another episode. We out of here. Peace. Peace Peace out, y'all. Kyle Dill, Jared Knox, and me, Nicholas Rawls. Our in and outro music that you're listening to right now is Fat Albert and Rudy by Ninth Wonder. Again, Ninth Wonder. Somehow, if you're listening to this, please don't sue me. Now, not only can you not listen to the show on Anchor FM, you can now listen to it on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Marauders. And that concludes this episode of the show. We'll see you back in two weeks for another brand new episode. Thank you for listening. And we are out of here. Later, guys.